0: to generation we worship you hallelujah hallelujah
1: we worship you for who you are we worship you hallelujah hallelujah we
0: worship mercy, endure it forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy, endure it forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy, do it Generation to generation, we worship you, hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you for who you are, we worship you, hallelujah, hallelujah.
2: His mercy endures. Come on, praise him like he's a good God. Lord, you are good. Your mercy endures forever from generation to generation. Hallelujah. We worship him for who he is. Amen. In the Lord good this morning? Anybody can testify and witness to the goodness, to the awesomeness, to the mightiness, to the faithfulness, to the graciousness, Of our good and holy God, amen, amen, and amen. Come on, let's pray this morning. Father God, you are good. Your mercy endures forever, from generation to generation, from everlasting to everlasting. You are alpha and omega, the beginning and the end. And Lord, we worship, hallelujah, we worship you right now, oh God. We bless your holy name for another day's journey, another week that you've given us to glorify you, to magnify you. And now for bringing us to this sacred place, this holy sanctuary. God, we don't count that and take that for granted. Because, Lord, we know it could have been another way very easily. But, God, you've been merciful to us. Not because we've been so good. Just because of who you are. And so, Lord, we do worship you. We magnify you in this place and in the houses of those who gather around their devices all across this nation, across this world. In this moment together as a congregation, as a people of United Believers, we say thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for what you've promised. God, we lift up those right now who are hurting, those who we're sick those who are bereaved those oh god who have been met with the unimaginable you know where they are and you know how they are and so god we ask that your hand of mercy and your arms of love would envelop them even now to let them know god that you've not left them you've not forsaken them even though life has changed in very dramatic ways And Lord, your promises are yea and amen. God, right now, we pray now that this worship and this service experience would bring you glory, O God. Remove any hindrance, any sin that lies hidden within our hearts, O Lord, we lay it out before you now. We confess it, O God, that there will be nothing to impede or take away from the praise that is due your name because in and through all things you've proven God nothing's too hard for you. You're able. Able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask, think or imagine according to the power that works within us. Thank you, Lord. We glorify you and we ask it to be done now in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray amen amen amen, and amen god bless you if you're not too tired won't you stand to your feet this morning as we lift up the name of jesus this morning for god truly is able and if you believe it why don't you put your hands together and help us (laughs) lift that up
3: morning scripture will come from psalms 107 chapter verses 1 through 3 and it reads as follows "O give thanks unto the lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever let the redeemed of the lord say so whom he hath redeemed of the hand of the enemy and gather them from the north from the east and from the west and from the south god's word for God's people let us pray (laughs) heavenly father we pause to say thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for putting your hedge of protection around our families daily. As we journey to and from school during this pandemic, Father, we thank you for ordering our steps and keeping us safe. We thank you for our pastor and our Cade Chapel family and the ability to to remain connected during these challenging times, Father. I ask that today's lesson inspires us all to remain faithful in our work of being the type of Christians that you intend us to be. We ask these and other blessings in your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Let the church say amen. Let's say amen again. Amen. Can we bless God for our youth deacon? Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. He's able. Amen. You may be seated in the presence. Of the Lord, Amen. God bless you. We certainly are thankful for you who have gathered here this morning in this uh, sanctuary. For those of you who are gathered online as well, we certainly always invite you uh, to come and share with us in person when you can and wherever you can. Uh, There are more seats available, Amen. We can seat up to 150. And so, uh, listen, if you if you can and you don't have any good reason to stay at home, Amen. If you don't have any good reason to stay at home. (laughs) Amen. There are some seats available. Amen. I know, I know, I know it's real easy to to sit in your pajamas and sip coffee and amen. I I know, I know it feels good because I've done it myself and I'm like, I could get used to this. Amen. Amen. I know. But, but listen, come on, come on, come on back home. Amen. Come on back to the sanctuary when you can. Amen. We have an 85.3% vaccination rate this morning. Amen. Come on. Bless God for that amen those who are gathered we continue to gather with our masks on and available and all of our ushers are making sure that we are seated appropriately, all the precautions and protocols are being taken. So when you can amen, beloved, you go ahead and register and be a part of the uh, be a part of the in-person saints. And those of you who cannot, certainly we encourage you to continue to view online. Amen. 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 It's giving time now. Won't you prepare your gifts, your offerings unto the Lord that you give electronically. For those of you who are here, remember that we uh, have the baskets available uh, at the entrances and exits and we invite you to give uh, when you enter or exit the building. For those of you who are watching online, you may give by texting the number that's on your screen. You may give by way of the church app. Uh, You may also uh, drop your offering off at the office, however you give, whenever you give. Do so liberally and cheerfully for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen.
1: Anybody come to praise Him today? Oh, yes. Oh, God. (laughs) That's why I came this morning. We magnify Your name today, God. We glorify. your hand and give him your praise this morning. We magnify your name. Oh, it's all right. Glorify your name.
3: Christ Jesus
4: Lord. We pray. Amen. Amen. Brothers and sisters, you know, we are always in need of prayer one for the other. The Bible reminds us that there is power in prayer. Our ministry of one. We say good morning to you again, not just the brothers and sisters that are here at K, but you that also join us by way of live streaming. You know, it's a good thing to be able to come here or to even to be able to worship in your homes and fellowship one with the other. And as Christians, we are called to do the ministry of one another. This morning, there are some members that are in need of our prayers and I want to share with you just a few opportunities that you have to share in the ministry of one another as we remember, as we care for, and as we pray for these members. We remind you that Sister Lily Naylor lost her mother, Sister Marie Pringle Portis. That homegoing service was held on yesterday at Christian Fellowship Baptist Church, which is located in Lisbon, Alabama. So we ask that you will continue to lift up the Naylor family. And then my sister in law, my wife's oldest sister, Sister Edna Benson Haynes, she passed on Wednesday, and that homegoing service will be this coming Wednesday at the Triumph Church. 5302 Queen Mary Lane here in Jackson. And the visitation will be at Lakeover Memorial Funeral Home on Tuesday from 1230 until 230. And we understand that Sister Lillian Stratton's daughter, no, excuse me, Sister Lily Stratton, which is the daughter of Sister Nancy Roselle, she is now recovering at home, and we're thankful for that. And then we can also be thankful that Brother Limus Magruder is here in the service this morning. Where are you, Brother Magruder? God bless. So, brothers and sisters, remember to pray when you can, visit wherever you can. And every day of your life, thank God that you can. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. Anybody want to know if
2: God is still working miracles? I dare you to talk to Brother Magruder. Amen. Miracles. Amen. Thank God for that. Amen. He's a miracle worker yes he is yes he is listen listen um month of november uh, we have birthday n- november birthday babies here this morning any birthday babies this morning november go on and stand to your feet god bless you all of our november birthday babies let's wish them a happy birthday this morning amen to you at home celebrating november birthday baby happy birthday to you god bless you you amen amen i also got a phone call uh earlier uh this week that uh brother and sister thornton are celebrating their 55th wedding anniversary uh this is so 55 years of of holy matrimony amen so congratulations to you uh deacon and sister thornton god bless you and god keep you is our prayer we got one more selection we're going to get ready for the word of god amen
1: We watch and we wait, Lord, anticipate the moment you choose to appear. We worship and praise until there's no debate.
2: Feel God. Because you're here, we simply invite you now to speak, Lord. Speak to our hearts, speak to our minds, speak that we might be brought into the reality of that to which you have called us. We will be careful to give you the glory, the honor, and all of the praise, even now, believing that it is done. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you, Lord, for being here. Psalm 107, beginning with verse number one, and in your time of study, I will ask that you read the entirety of this psalm, Psalm number 107. As we enter into this month of November, a month that we celebrate the bounty of God's blessings certainly we prepare for the receiving of family and friends, gathering with necessary safety precautions in mind, we enter this moment of thanksgiving with these words, Psalm one hundred seven. 107, O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east and the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in hungry and thirsty their souls fainted in them and they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distresses he led them forth by the right way that they might go to a city of habitation you may be seated in the presence of the Lord I want to talk from the subject this morning a thank you note a thank you A thank you note. Late night host, uh, Jimmy Fallon, has made popular a sketch, usually during the first part of his show. He calls it uh, thank you notes. And in this segment, he sits down with a pen, a stack of thank you notes on his desk, each time he picks up a thank you note he looks at his keyboard well actually he doesn't look at his keyboard player he gets that hand and as soon as he starts to write and the keyboard player begins to play this sentimental soundtrack intended to create a thoughtful ethos that results in jimmy producing the punchline but psalm 107 is no laughing matter It is rather the third in a trilogy of thank you notes written to inspire in the hearts of Hebrew worshipers an attitude of thanksgiving. Psalm 105, 106, and 107 all have in their beginning verses this phrase, O give thanks unto the Lord. These psalms recount some of the mighty and miraculous works of the Lord on behalf of his people. The idea that the psalmist advances through these psalms is that God's goodness ought to be followed up with a thank you note. God's blessings ought to be acknowledged with you giving him a thank you note god's favor and faithfulness extended to us ought to cause out of us and offer from us to the lord a note of thanks and to be clear the bible is full of instructions regarding our offering thanks unto the lord and his expectations of us doing so listen to the apostle paul in first thessalonians 5 and 18 in everything give thanks For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. He expects us to give thanks. Psalm 100 tells us that when we come into the presence of the Lord in gatherings such as these in this holy sanctuary, that we should enter into his gates with thanksgiving come into his courts with praise and bless his name why for the lord is good it is god's will then for us to give thanks it is his expectation for us to give thanks it is his desire for us to give thanks watch it jesus heals 10 lepers one day only one of them returns to say thank you and when the one comes back to tell the Lord thank you, Jesus asks, Where are the other nine? Did not I heal ten lepers? Were were there not ten of you who left my presence to make Their way to the priest Were there not ten of you Who went walking And with every step you took You saw a little bit of your leprosy leave Were there not ten of you Who saw the legions leave your skin Where are the other nine Thank you notes Listen Listen, listen, listen God Be sure God does not have A complex About being thanked. God is not sitting in heaven like some of us waiting for our thank you notes to come after we've done something good for You know how we do. I sent them so and so and ain't him send me? You know how we do. Amen, we'll cut them off if we don't get a... Y'all talk to me if you can. God is not sitting in heaven waiting. No, no, on... A thank you note He is not mad about not getting a thank you note But the Lord knows that when thankfulness And when thanksgiving are built into our lives That our attitude and our disposition about life changes When thanksgiving becomes a part of our mindset And our makeup Then we are not so easily discontent with And dissatisfied about the lives that we have In fact, we are made more content as we recognize God's goodness in all things and in all ways. So when God tells us to be thankful, it's not just because he wants to receive it, but he knows that when you are thankful, you look at life differently. When you are thankful, you consider the things of life different. I wish I had a witness in here. I I know, I know, I know we think, some of us think that we're doing God a favor by giving God thanks, but please understand that thanksgiving does not bless God nearly as much as it blesses us. Hmm? When I give thanks, when I give thanks, I'm reminded of just how blessed I wish I had some thankful folk in the house. When I give thanks, I'm reminded of just how blessed I am. When I give thanks, I'm brought into remembrance of how good God has been to me when I give thanks I can recollect on the Lord's faithfulness in him not leaving me in rough times and not forsaking me in hard seasons and not forgetting about me when I needed him most when I give thanks I remember how the Lord blessed me with things that I didn't deserve how he stood up by me by my side when friends forsook me and he kept me when the bottom of life fell out when I give thanks So when I would complain, and I remember how good God has been, I realize I ain't got nothing to complain about. When I would become envious of what my neighbor is able to do and what my neighbor has, and when I would start comparing my little to somebody else's lot because I've been practicing thanksgiving my attitude and my outlook on life is shifted to one of gratitude rather than greed one of worshiping more rather than wanting more one of praising God for what I have rather than petitioning the Lord to give me something else thanksgiving puts me in the frame of mind to recognize just how good God has been in my life Every now and then. Every now and then before you begin your prayers asking God for something else, you ought to start by thanking God for what you already got thank Him for the problems He already fixed, and thank Him for the doors He already opened, and thank Him for the ways He's already made, and thank Him for the enemies He's already fought. Thank Him for the times that He delivered you. Thank Him from the sickness He healed you from. Thank Him from the child that He brought back to you. Thank Him for the relationship that He already restored. Thank Him for the accident that you walked away from. Thank Him for opening the table before... Thank Him! Uh, You ought to thank him for the operating table you got up from. Thank him for the car that's in your garage. Oh, wait a minute. You got a garage? Thank him for the garage. Thank him for the house you got. Thank him. You ought to thank him for the stuff that the Lord has already done. And when you start thanking him, you will remember. Remember. Just how good God has been. There's so much for you to thank God for right now. If you really started just sending Him a thank you note, you'll see how blessed you really are. This Psalm, this Psalm, this Psalm is the third invitation in this trilogy of Psalms to give thanks unto the Lord. And if if you didn't hear it the first time in 105, if you didn't hear it the second time in 106 the psalmist issues this third invitation in 107. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. And you know, some of us, some of us aren't good at writing per se, and we get writer's block, and don't really know how to start a thank you note. And so the psalmist For those of us who have a hard time getting started. He helps us. With our content. Listen to him. Oh give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. For his mercy endureth. Forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord. Say so. Whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. The psalmist says, if you have trouble getting started with your thank you, let me help you with how to craft this thank you note. He says, start with God's goodness. And after you consider God's goodness, then consider his enduring mercies. And after you catalog and chronicle his enduring mercies, his enduring mercies, the psalmist says this, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I really feel like preaching, if y'all would let me, the redeemed, the redeemed of the Lord. The psalmist walks us to the realization of redemption, By reminding us of God's goodness and the Lord's enduring mercy. Let me say that again. He walks us to the realization of redemption by reminding us of his goodness and his mercy. Watch this. it's, it's, It's as if he's saying, when you think about how good he's been, when you think about morning by morning new mercies, you ought to then see and conclude that you are a part of the redeemed. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If, if you can concur that God has been great and God has been gracious, then let the redeemed. If you can admit that the Lord has been extending mercy upon you day by day, then let the redeemed. If you can see how God has been watching over you and how the Lord has been keeping you, then let the redeemed. If you can acknowledge that the only reason that you're here this morning is because the Lord has been by your side, then let the redeemed. Now, if you can't acknowledge any of that, you hush. You stay quiet. If if you can't see any of what I just said, If none of that resonates with your spirit Then don't you move You stay on your couch You keep sipping your coffee You don't say anything But let the redeemed The folk who know that you are where you are Because God has been good Let the redeemed of the Lord Let the redeemed the ones who understand That if it had not been for the Lord on your side Let the redeemed of the Lord Say something. Let let the redeemed of the Lord, the ones who know that God has been fighting your battle, he says, don't be quiet, say something. Don't don't just sit there, say something. Don't, 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 Don't just say, the Lord knows my heart, say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord open your mouth and say so. Mm. It, 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 it 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 is it is as if the psalmist is tapping some of us on our shoulders and saying I know that you are a reserved type I know you are a conservative bunch I know that you don't that, that you think it doesn't take all that but every now then, Every now and then, when you know that you know that you know that God has been good to you, every now and then, you ought to say so. You ought to say so. You ought not be ashamed, but... Admit and acknowledge and lift your hands and wave your hands and say so <sighs> This This is evidently then not a quiet thank you note it is intended to be heard the psalmist invites us to be absolutely clear and evidently audible with our thank you let the redeemed of the Lord say so here here, Stanley here's what I believe the psalmist is getting at is that you should not assume that because the Lord knows everything that silence is then an option You, you, you should not assume that in his omniscience Because the Lord knows my heart. You should not assume that because he knows your heart that you then have the election to then be silent. No, let the redeemed say so. Let the redeemed acknowledge, let the redeemed go on record for recognizing that you have been redeemed by God. Why? Because when you acknowledge that you are redeemed, you're saying, first of all, that you understand, number one, your previous condition. When, when you recognize that you are redeemed, you, you're you saying that you understand your previous condition. Look at it. Look at the text. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Whom he hath, watched this, redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Gather them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. Verse 4. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. They cried unto the Lord, in their trouble I want you to underline these words Redeemed from the hand of the enemy I want you to underline wondered I want you to underline thirsty I want you to underline hungry I want you to underline in their trouble Why, why am I saying to underline those things? Because all of those things are descriptors Of their previous condition. He says, Listen, we recognize we were wandering, lost. We recognize we were hungry. We were thirsty. We were in trouble. The psalmist says, I'm not going to sit here and act like I've always been where I am. I was hungry, I was thirsty. I was lost, and I was. Does anybody recognize themselves in this psalm where you can say, I've been there, I've been lost, I, I've been without some things, I, I've been wandering and getting nowhere fast, but the Lord delivered me, the Lord redeemed me, the Lord found me. I had a previous condition. Let, let me see, some of y'all ain't there yet. Let me see if I can explain it this way. If if you if you are redeemed, that means that you have been reclaimed from something or from someone. Redeemed. Redemption. Redemption is the issuing of payment in order to take ownership of something or to buy back something that once belonged to you. Redemption. That means you're paying something to get something. When when you when you when you go to your favorite uh, restaurant and 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 you got a coupon, don't act like you don't use coupons. Amen. If if you don't anymore, bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. But send them over here. We know how to use them. Amen. We. But but when you issue that coupon. That coupon is given, watch this, to help redeem, wish I had a witness in here, to get a good or a service from the merchant. Do I have a witness in here? When you redeem property or you are redeeming something from someone and that redemption sometimes involves you taking on the payments of someone else, you are redeeming that on their behalf. And as reclaimed property, my brothers and sisters, we understand as the redeemed of God, we understand that God has saved us from our previous condition and from a former owner. Oh God, help me preach this. Listen, let me break it down. The devil had us. We were the enemies of God. But through the mediatorial offices of Jesus Christ, the son of God, and by the atoning and sacrificing power of the cleansing blood, we have then been redeemed. He issued payment for us and brought us back unto him by the sacrificial blood of his son. That's why the Bible says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. We have been redeemed. We've been redeemed. And when you know that you've been redeemed and saved and brought back and purchased by the blood of the Lamb of God, that's not something for you to be silent about. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. That means, that means, that means that as our sanctified selves, we are testifying of the goodness of God. I am redeemed and I say so. I've been bought with a price and I say so. I've been reclaimed from the satanic grips of the devil, and I say so. I've been redeemed from the pits of a burning hell, and I say so. I've been washed by the blood of the lamb, and I say so. I've been freed from the chains of the enemy, and I say so. I've been liberated by the love of the Father, and I say so. I've been saved by Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and I say so. Let the redeemed. What, all the psalmist is saying is, if God has done something for you, don't be silent. Don't be quiet about it. Number two, number two. But as redeemed, as the redeemed, I not only stand, I not only understand my previous condition, but I also thank God for my current position. My current position. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath. Underlined, redeemed from the hand of the enemy. And then down in verse six, it says, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble and he delivered them out of their distresses. He delivered them out of their distresses. The psalmist says, here's a reason. You got writer's block, here's a reason and something you can write about and tell the Lord, thank you. He delivered me from my distress. It says, even though you were a wanderer and even though you were hungry and even though you were thirsty and even though your soul nearly fainted because of your troubles, the psalmist says of the children of Israel, listen, he delivered us out of our distresses. That's our current position. Delivered. Wish I had a witness in here. Current position is delivered. Current position is delivered. Now, now we're good at singing this song. Said the things I used to do. Y'all go on and finish it. You, yeah. I, I I don't do no more. If truth be told, can I tell the truth? If truth be told, the things we used to do, we don't do as often. Come on come on, and talk to me if you can. The, the things you used to do, you don't do as much. The things you used to do, you don't do as willingly. Wish I had a witness in here. I, I'm just talking to the real honest people. The things you used to do you might still do but there's more of uh. but but here's the good news in all of that here's the good news in all of that is that even though there may be still some doing there is still the deliverance he delivered me That, that, that means that means and watch this I have a new outlook and perspective even on what I steal sometimes. Watch this. I shouldn't lie as easily. Lies used to just roll off your tongue. You, you, it ought to bother you now that you lie. And when you lie, it ought to mess with your conscience so much that you hurry up and confess it and ask for forgiveness. I'm talking to delivered folk right now. The delivered folk don't mean that you don't do it anymore but it does mean that you wrestle with it more and, and when your heart is pricked with it you gotta make it right before you even go to bed you might still do it but you gotta come confessing and repenting and saying Lord give me strength that I don't keep doing this because I've not only been saved but I've been delivered and God since you've delivered me this thing messes with me a way that it didn't mess with me before My current position makes me wrestle with sin more than ever before. He saved me, he positioned me, he delivered me out of my distresses. And as the redeemed, he says, I ought to say so. What, what, what does that testimony sound like? I'll tell you what it sounds like. It sounds like being honest with folks. Honest with folk about, watch this, about how you've been through what you've been through and how you are still yet being transformed by the power and presence of the Holy Spirit. The things I used to do. I don't do them like I used to do. Y'all ain't talking to me in here. And I'm working on not doing it anymore. All you folk who don't deal with sin Y'all don't say nothing But everybody else who still deal with sin Everybody else who still deal with sin Y'all ought to acknowledge and admit The preacher ain't by himself Thirdly, I'm through I'm through, I'm through Here it is The redeemed of the Lord Acknowledge not only past condition And present position But future Ascension. Future ascension. Here it is. You gotta go down to the end of the passage, end of the Psalm, verse forty one through forty-three. It says this Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction, and maketh him families like a flock. The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquities shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise and will observe these things, even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Look at verse 41 again. He setteth, yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction. Verse 42 The righteous shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Mm. And then lastly even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. Now watch this. This ascension that I'm talking about, this ascension language is not about heaven. Now that heaven certainly is the ultimate ascension to which every believer looks forward to and something that every believer ought to be thankful for and shout about. But the end of this psalm suggests a kind of earthly ascension. It is the lifting up of the redeemed over and above the threats of the enemy. Look at it, yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction. He says, the righteous shall see it and rejoice. Watch this, and all iniquity or the unrighteous shall stop her mouth. in, in other words, in other words, the day will come when the lord will not only redeem and deliver but will cause you to sit above and over the heads of those who caused harm and affliction in your life the, the day will come when the lord lifts you over those who tried to limit you the, the day will come when the lord will bless those who tried bless bless you even from those who tried to block you the day will come when he will make you to rise over those who meant to keep you hidden he will hook you up in front of your haters verse 43 says whoso is wise and will observe these things even they shall understand the loving kindness of the lord in other words folk will look at how blessed you are and how out front god has blessed you that they will have to conclude that there is something greater there is something bigger there is something more powerful working in you and on your behalf talk to me David Uh, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies David said Lord you cause me to prosper in front of those who cause problems for me and you've done it so well and so often that even those who wanted to bring me down had to look back and say something's working in them something's working on them lifting them above what I try to limit and take from them I need to step back and recognize that God is bigger than me. God is greater than me. God is doing awesome and wonderful things in their lives. God will bless you in front of folk who are trying to hate you. This, this, I'm through, but this is the recognition of the redeemed. Recognizing your past condition, your present position, and your future Ascension. That God will lift you up. God will bless you when others are trying to bring you down, and that ought to make the redeemed say so. That oh, when, when you know that, folks who would rather keep you in the back and somehow God causes you to get out, that ought to make the redeemed say so. When when you know that the Lord brought you from something, that you tried to save yourself from, but you didn't have the power, you didn't have the the, the mind, you didn't have the willpower to do it, but somehow the Lord turned your life around, that ought to make the redeemed of the Lord say so. When you consider your current position and maybe you still wrestle with some things, but but you know you're a little further than you used to be and and you're not where you're going to be, but you thank God you're not where you used to be, you ought to let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I don't know about you, but I'm glad this morning that I am redeemed. I've been bought with a price jesus has come into into my life and hold the joy the joy that i have knowing that the lord
1: has changed me the lord
2: has saved me the lord has rearranged my life I cannot sit down on the Lord and assume that he knows what's going on in my heart. But I got to say something. I cannot conclude that the Lord knows the happiness in my spirit. But I got to say I got to say something I will not assume that the Lord knows the joy in my soul but I got to say I got to say something Is there anybody in here who can testify today that the Lord has been so good in your life the Lord has Picked you up. The Lord has turned you around. The Lord
1: has placed your feet on solid ground. And I'm not gonna keep my mouth closed, but I'm gonna say so. Let the redeem of the Lord say so. Say it. Yes.
2: Say it. Yes. He's been too good. I say he's been too good. I say he's been too good. He's been too good. And the redeem. Hmm. I say the redeem. I say the redeem shouldn't be ashamed to say so. I, I mean the, the folk who really been redeemed. Now, if if you saved yourself, you, you ain't got nothing to shout about. You fine. But folk who've been saved. you ought to write him a thank you note right now and tell him thank you. Because I know I couldn't have done that. If you got your own job and you, you're the reason for your own success, then you tell yourself thank you. But if you know that God works some things out, I mean don't get me wrong. You went to school, you. You got the proper education, you got the right training. And glory to God for your diligence. Glory to God for your stick to itness. Thank God that you applied yourself and you worked hard, but if you know that with all of your hard work there were still some things that God and God alone had to do. You ought to write him a thank you note right now and tell him thank you. Thank you, Lord. If you, if you, if you, you had a situation in your marriage, you went to counseling, you did all the Repairing and restorative work necessary in order to restore that relationship and, and you all are still married today. Thank God that that happened. But if you know that there were some things that the Lord had to do in your heart and in your spouse's heart that the therapist couldn't do, y'all ain't talking to me anymore. There was some forgiveness that had to be worked out that the therapist couldn't work out, but God had to move some stuff, God had to rearrange some stuff, God had to open some eyes. You ought to write the Lord a thank you note.
3: Thank you, Lord.
2: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you don't mind this morning, I don't, I'm not gonna tell you to, but if you're thankful and You have a thanksgiving spirit this morning. Why don't you take this moment and do just that and tell the Lord thank you in your own way. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord. Don't worry about how somebody else is thanking him. You thank him the way you need to thank him. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You Lord, I I just want.
2: is when you you go to the mailbox and you get that card you open it up and it's a thank you note and somebody's thanking you for something you've done you read it and and maybe it's a nice thank you note it's it covered all the bases thank you for the gift or thank you for the words or thank you for the thing and and it covered the basis it was nice it was good and that may satisfy the requirement of thanksgiving but have you ever opened that card and read the one that Seemed like there were more words than there were cards, and and the person was writing and, and and wrote from edge to edge, and then flipped it over and wrote on the backside too, because it just wasn't enough room to to put it all on. See, some of us, when it comes to thanking God, we just we just do what's required. We just write enough to make sure the Lord got out. Thank you. But there are a few of us who need to write from age to age. And when that gives up, we need to flip it on the back and keep on writing. And then, And then some of us need to get another card and put an insert in that card because there's so much... I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but there are a few of us like that this morning who our hearts are overflowing with thanksgiving. When we think of the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for us, our souls cry out, thank you. You've been mighty good. And if I had 10,000 tongues, I couldn't say thank you enough. So God, with the tongue that I have and with the time that I have, I'm not going to take this for granted and assume that I'm going to have another Sunday to tell you thank you. So I'm going to try to get it off my chest right now and tell you thank you, God. Thank you for bringing me through these 20 plus months. Thank you, God. Thank you for keeping my house safe. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for making a way when I didn't know what way I was going to get through this or that. Thank you, God. I just wanna I just wanna I just want
1: you
2: Christ is your Lord and Savior the best thank offering that you could ever give to him is the giving of yourself the acknowledgement that you could give the Lord a thank you of your mouth you could give the Lord all of the tithes and offerings that you have but until you give the Lord who you are and all that you are that is the ultimate expression of thanksgiving And so if you have yet to offer yourself unto the Lord we invite you at the conclusion of this service to come and share with us down here at the altar we will lead you into that personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you're at home and you're listening and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ and the pardon of your sins, we want you to call the number that's on your screen. Somebody is waiting to speak with you and lead you into that relationship and then lead you further into taking next steps in order to know how you would live out that faith in Jesus Christ. Won't you, won't you call now and won't you come when we give the benediction? That you might know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Won't you stand now? Now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of His Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And amen. God bless you. Go in peace.